one last time. One of the rules at Camp Save the World was that campers were not allowed to have any electronic devices. We don't have that many rules at this camp, said a man whose name tag read Jimmy, head counselor. Rule number one is to save the world. Rule number two is to have fun. And rule number three is no cell phones allowed. He then handed me a piece of paper with rules four through 23 and sent me chasing after my parents to leave my cell phone with them. But after that, I was on my way to my new home for the next five weeks. Cabin 8. Cabin 8 looked mostly like the summer camp cabins I'd seen in movies and TV. Bare wood walls, some dressers, and a pair of bunk beds. And sitting on one of the top bunks was a guy stuffing paintbrushes into a satchel. Hi, I said. I'm Gregor. The guy shaggy, shoulder-length blonde hair pulled back beneath a red bandana, looked down at me, a crease between his eyebrows. I tried again. What's up? He continued to stare. I attempted to dispel the awkwardness by chuckling, but to my surprise, forced laughter in a quiet cabin with a confused person watching was in fact the textbook definition of awkward. I hauled my stuff toward the bottom bunk, but stopped when I noticed a photograph taped to the wall right next to it. In it, a perfect-looking African-American guy was standing with his golden retriever on what looked to be the top of a mountain. I'm guessing this isn't you, I said. Almost as soon as I said it, I wanted to kick myself. Was that supposed to be a joke? I wasn't even sure, and by the looks of it, paintbrush dude wasn't sure either. I swallowed and scratched an imaginary itch on my forehead. Sorry, did I say something, or... He doesn't speak English. I spun around at the sound of the voice. The perfect-looking guy from the photograph was standing in the doorway, looking even more perfect in person. I was tall, but he was taller and much less gawky. His face was all strong angles and confidence. He walked over to shake my hand. I'm Wynn Cassidy. Great name, I said. I mean, I'm Gregor Maravilla. We both turned back to Paintbrush Dude, who was still watching us, a dubious expression on his face. I think he's from Italy or Albania or Croatia or something, Wynn said. All he knows how to say is, I like paint. That couldn't be right. What's your name? I asked him. In a heavy, indiscriminate accent, paintbrush dude cleared his throat and very deliberately answered, I like paint. I'm calling him I like paint, Wynn said. ILP for short. An immigrant kid who didn't speak English being called I like paint? This was not okay on so many levels. I felt disgusted and outraged on his behalf. And although this unnamed kid looked kind of angry at me for some reason, I wasn't about to let this go unaddressed. Isn't that kind of problematic? Oh, definitely, Wynne said. I was surprised he agreed with me. He stood with his legs akimbo and folded his arms over his chest, regarding our bunkmate seriously. 
but he's really not giving us much to work with. Plus, I think it could be potentially more damaging if we gave him a totally new Americanized name, like Brian or Todd, you know? But don't worry, it's absolutely a priority of mine to find out ILP's real name as soon as possible and set things straight. ILP? He was already ILP in my mind, despite how wrong I felt about calling him that. Didn't seem to care. He gathered up his paintbrushes and hopped off the top bunk, shooting us one last confused look before he left. Wynn rummaged through the top drawer of one of the dressers. He had the air of someone who'd been at this camp forever and already had a set routine and knew where everything was and had to rush off to meet his already large group of friends. I gotta go, but I'll catch you at orientation. Sure, I said. It was already starting to feel like this camp was a new beginning for me.